0: Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message.
1: Before I became a devoted follower of Christ, I struggled with shame, bitterness, and isolation from family. I struggled in silence that weighed heavy in my heart. I always loved talking about Jesus, about how I placed my trust in Him, but when it came to living out that truth over the next few years, It caused the flame of my faith to dim. A friend who never stopped praying for me explained the parable of the sower. The conviction I felt was without a doubt opened my eyes to the truth that the seed of faith that that was planted fell on rocky ground because I wasn't staying rooted in Christ. I didn't know my identity except what I allowed others to see. I can say I knew of God and of Jesus, but I never grasped that the God I knew about wants a relationship with me and finding that out changed everything (laughs) i wasn't okay going day by day carrying these burdens that were never mine to carry especially not alone i didn't know how to begin to bring my burdens into the light until a few months ago only by god's grace and perfect timing those silent prayers that i thought were forgotten began to be answered one after another i was invited to a holy spirit worship night and during ministry time I knew I needed to confess that I had fallen away and stopped trusting God. I recommitted my life to Jesus that night and with a true change of heart, the emptiness I had inside is no longer there because that night was the first night I experienced his presence. Within the last three months, God has restored my joy, peace, and relationships. I now know that my identity is not in my life circumstances or who I was before. I am loved, I am redeemed, I am not forsaken, I am a child of God, I stand firm in the truth that our Heavenly Father sees us and knows us each by name. Overall, my testimony all points in his given glory of the one who deserves it all. Even if and when life brings storms, I now know my seed isn't on rocky soil, but deeply rooted in Christ.
0: <laughs> right, wait. Okay. So church family, I don't know if you noticed both of those um, stories, they were invited to a church evening service. Um, and life changed happened as a result, right, Marie? <laughs> you guys worked together, right? There was that, that invitation. So I just, church family, keep inviting people to church services. Keep doing it. Life change can happen. All right, thanks, thanks for sharing. All right, now we have a, these two come together. They're slightly related. Sisters-in-laws, right? Is that would be how you related? All right. So everybody, say hi, again. hi Morgan. <laughs> a little closer. A little closer. There you go. All right. Perfect.
2: Before I gave my life to Christ, I was completely controlled by fear and anxiety. My biological father left when I was very young, and a lot of things happened to me that conditioned me to believe other people couldn't be trusted. I started feeling suicidal at 15 years old and battled with those feelings for years. I constantly felt so empty, lost, and confused. I started going to church with different family members as a child and was baptized, but I didn't fully understand it. It wasn't until I was in high school when I first encountered Christ. I experienced feeling God's presence through worship at church, and I knew there was nothing else like it. I knew that experience was what I was searching for. I had a desire to live for Christ ever since that moment. There were a series of times I committed my life to Jesus, but I struggled to fully accept his love and mercy. After a string of abusive relationships, I prayed and prayed for strength to get out, and God brought me out of the worst and final one. Since then, I have been blessed with my loving husband, I was blessed with a beautiful wedding that was more than I could ask, think, or imagine. I was blessed with the Lighthouse Young Adult group, where I rededicated my life to him again. Through a more intimate relationship with Christ, I am doing so much better now than I ever was on any depression medication. I experience more joy, hope, peace, clarity, growth, and so many blessings. I am deciding to be baptized so that I can step into the calling God has for me in this new season of life.
0: You did it. You didn't try anything. Really good. All right, go ahead, Carly. Now, Carly didn't have any problem during our rehearsal. She was doing a woo woo, something like that. Is that how you're feeling now? What's
3: up, Ben? No, um, <laughs> go ahead. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, all my life I've always been a follower of Christ. I grew up in the church, but as a teenager um, I kind of fell off. Um, I'd gotten into the wrong crowds where I'd met my um, ex-husband. Um, I was with him for seven years. In that seven years I'd gone through physical, mental, and verbal abuse. Um, I guess first thing that comes to mind um, is that seven means completion um, in the Bible. And, Uh, God had completed that season of my life for me to never go back to and look back at. Um, October of 2019, I'd found out I was blessed with a baby. Um, Little did I know that she would help change my life. Um, After my daughter was born, um, I finally had enough courage um, to walk away from that abusive relationship, and I left. That same week... um, I had started going back to church. Um, God had placed a hunger for him in my life. And about two months into going back to church, I was looking for an answer about filing for divorce. But instead, I was refilled with hope that I had had been stripped of. Um, I then knew it was time for me to rededicate my life to the Lord. And then at our last young young adult, we were having prayer. Uh, Pastor Clint had said um, to me that he felt like the Lord wanted to heal me of my unclear thinking. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar, but when you go through an abusive relationship, your brain um, sometimes goes into survival mode and turns itself off, basically. Um, As he was praying, he told me I didn't have to be afraid anymore. And ever since that night, I've been a hundred percent different person. That night, the Lord told, um, wait, where am I? (laughs) That night, the Lord told my dry bones to come alive. Um, I have such an excitement and joy for the Lord, kind of like a big ball of energy in the middle of my chest that I can't get rid of or know what to do with. I think everyone needs and should feel this way about Jesus. Um, he kind of has placed on my heart to tell you it's it's time for our dry bones to come alive. It's time to get excited about Jesus again. Um, I'm nowhere near perfect, but I'm proud of the woman of the, of God I am, an example I'm becoming for my daughter. I now know I am not defined by my past, but defined by and through Jesus.
0: Amen. So <laughs> yeah, got you.
4: Before becoming a follower of Christ, I was lost, broken, and stuck. I would search for meaning, fulfillment, and love in other people and other things to try to fill a void that I felt inside myself. This led me to a vicious cycle of bad relationships and bad situations, followed by feelings of shame and guilt that fueled the lies that circulated in my head. Then something happened. A friend of mine that I had recently met invited me to a Bible study. Hesitantly, I attended and left feeling pretty good, so I attended the following week, and so forth. Slowly, the truth became more clear, and the lies began to quiet down. Enjoying this newfound clarity, I decided to buy my first Bible last year. With the clarity came further guidance from God, which led me to Lighthouse, and the feeling of being exactly where I was meant to be from the first Sunday on. By the third Sunday, Pastor Clint asked me if I'd like to join his and Rose's home group. Though very nervous, I decided to press on and attend. With open arms, this group accepted me. Friendships in my church community began to grow, along with my faith. So after the home meeting on March 10th of this year, Clint and Rose asked me to stay and talk. This is the night that I was saved. Being saved means I am free of who I used to be and the lies that bound me. I know, now, I know now that my identity comes from the truth my God speaks. This has changed my perspective for the better. With him, I have hope. I have guidance. I know true love. I no longer need to search. I have found truth. He completes me.
0: All right, let's stay here for no, let's So I don't know if you caught that, but after her third week here, I asked her to be part of our home group, and she said yes. So she's a little crazy, just so you know. (laughs) Um, And then I had been asking her, I said, Rachel, tell me your story, I want to hear your story. And uh, so we had her and another lady come to our house for for dinner before that home group to hear her story. And uh, the other lady was sharing hers and we ran out of time. And Rachel was like, yes, I get to leave, I don't have to share my story. And you should have seen her eyes when I said, no, I want you to stay after. (laughs) She's like, no, I don't want to. But anyway, but it was really cool because she got to share her story and uh, accepted Jesus that night. So it was really neat. So, yeah, so if this is your first time, if you come back two more times, you might get invited to be part of a home group, just so you know. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's all say hi to Deb.
5: Hi, Deb. (coughs) Hi. I had a great childhood. I was raised by both parents, along with one younger sister. When we were young, I can remember going to church and Sunday school, having to learn Bible verses, and if we remembered so many, we got a little Bible. I can remember being so excited when I got mine. As we got older, we always believed in God, but little by little, we stopped going to church. As a teen, I met my first husband at a young age and became a mother at only 17. Soon married, sorry, soon married and two other children at the time I was 22. I had a very difficult and unhealthy marriage, which led me to feelings of being unloved and alone. I can remember praying that God would help me out And for a long time, I felt like I never got an answer, answer, which led me to doubting if God really even existed. After my first marriage ended, I met and married again, but still felt like something was missing in my life. It took a few years, but that marriage failed as well. Then in 2004, I met my husband that I'm married to now, and things got so much better. I was happy, I felt loved and my life really began to turn around. We have had some tough times, like a lot of people do, but I've never ever felt like giving up like in my past. Then in 2013, I lost my father to cancer. I talked to the pastor at the hospice house before and after my father passed, and I can remember being so mad and telling him that there couldn't possibly be a God that would take such a good man and let him suffer so bad before he passed. For several years after that, I started having feelings of something just missing, but I couldn't explain it. I have four amazing sons, three that I gave birth to and one stepson, a daughter-in-law, five amazing grandchildren, and a husband who all love me. So what could I be missing? What void could there be in my life? Then one day last December, All of a sudden, I felt a sudden urge to go to church, so I started to go to a small church close to where we live in Michigan. I started to read my Bible, and it interested me. I left, sorry, I was listening to the words, but they just weren't sinking in during the services. I knew I wanted to be in church, but it just didn't feel like this was the one. I started to talk to my son Christopher about it, But I started to talk to my son Christopher about it as he had told me about how he loved the church he was going to and how much he was learning. He said, hey mom, you need to come to one of the services with me and see. Last March, I decided to give it a try and that was the beginning of filling my void. I started reading more and more of my Bible and the words were at least sinking in and making more sense to me during the services. I recognize it now as spiritual hunger, like in Matthew 5-7, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. I feel sometimes like the message on Sundays that Pastor Clint is speaking directly to me. One in particular I'd like to share was on forgiveness. I had a very unhealthy relationship in the past and had never been able to forgive that person. I felt like it took a large part of my life away that I could never get back and I have felt that bitterness for years. On this particular Sunday, Pastor Clint had asked anyone that would like a prayer to help them forgive anyone, please come forward if they'd like to. I suddenly felt like it was time. The Lord led me up front, and there in my heart, I forgave this person. The only way I can explain it is that my heart felt fuller because the bitterness and unforgiveness was gone. The feeling of something missing are no longer there. Instead, I listen to the way Jesus, my Lord, speaks to me, whether it's through reading my Bible, listening to the words at service on Sundays, or through prayer. I'd like to just share a couple of scriptures that stood out to me as I was preparing my testimonial. John 6.35, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry, and the one who believes in me will never be thirsty. Proverbs 3.5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And one more, Jeremiah 29, 12, 13. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So just to let you know, he's there, and all you have to do is look for him, and he will be there for you.
0: And they are a little nervous. So yeah, so everybody say hi, Jace. You guys can stay over there. All right, come on up here, Jace. Get up there. You got it. All right. See, they're not too scary, are they? (laughs) Yeah, they are pretty scary, aren't they? Yeah. All right, go ahead.
2: I have always gone to church and heard stories of Christ. But this year, as students, there was an opportunity to give my life to Christ. And I felt my legs start to shake and my heart was pounding. So I stood. And after that, we prayed and I felt peace overtake me. After that, Pastor Matt took me and some other students to a restaurant and talked to us about getting baptized. Then I felt the hunger to dive deeper into Christ. And I felt baptism was the next step in my Christian walk.
0: All right. Good job, Everybody, say hi, Dakota. Hi. Step right up there. Remember, like we practiced. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, When I was at Student Ministries this spring, I committed my life to Christ. Now I want, now I want to get baptized and make a public commitment to following Him. I am excited to continue to grow in my walk with God.
0: All right. This is McCoy. Everybody say hi, McCoy. McCoy. Hello. No, that's not too bad. Look out there. Do they look scary? You got people waving (laughs) at you over there. This is awesome. You're doing great.
1: Um, Before I recommitted my life to Christ, I knew God. I grew up in a Christian home going to church, but I never felt I had an actual relationship with him. Back in March at Student Ministries, Pastor Matt asked if anyone wanted to commit their lives, and a few of us stood. When I stood, I knew it was God calling me to. Ever since, I have felt more joy in my life. Every day, I'm growing closer to God.
0: All right. Thank you. You guys can sit down. Everybody say hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. All right.
6: Uh, as I grew up until I was about six uh, with my biological mom, uh, I was quite sickly as I wasn't fed regularly. And after I had moved in with my parents now, I had become more of a grandpa's boy and seeing him more of a father as my own. My dad worked a lot, but when he was home, he was physically and verbally abusive. I, I became rebellious so I could get what little attention I could from him. Uh, My grandpa was the safe place, and once he passed away, I I no longer had that. And after he had passed, the abuse happened more and more, and I got depressed and no longer wanting to live. Uh, This caused me to no longer believe in God. And then fast forward to October 2020, I came to Holy Spirit Night after Esther had invited me. And uh, a peace came over me, and that's why I knew I needed to give my life back to Jesus. And since then, I have learned what it means to have peace in my heart, to be loved, and longer be angry at everything.
0: All right. All right, <laughs> yeah. All right, Anime. Everybody, say hi, Anime. Hi.
7: Anime.
0: You're not nervous, are you? A little. Bit. <laughs>
7: but I'll get over it. You're over it.
0: You're already over it, aren't you? Ew. Okay.
7: Before I became a follower of Christ, I was anxious a lot. I was anxious about most most everything in my life. Earlier this year, during the morning rose. Rose was doing a call, a call for for accepting Jesus into our hearts. I suddenly felt happy and very emotional. I started crying. Started crying. I realized that God was telling me me to go up front and accept Jesus. And so Rose and my dad prayed. With me to accept Jesus into my heart. Since that day, I I have felt less anxious. Because I've been less angry at people, including my own family. I started going to going to student ministries. These again. So today I got. I'm, I'm getting baptized because I want to honor Jesus in front of my family and the entire church.
0: All right. Hey, you did it. You did it. Good job. Good job.